Welcome back to the Coastal Distinct Podcast. It's your boy DJ KO. I'm glad you guys tuned back into the show. Hey, I'm glad you guys had an awesome week. I had an awesome week. Uh, look forward to having a, a better week this week. Uh, hope you guys, uh, everything that you dreamed and planned and hoped for, I hope it comes to fruition this week. Uh, I'm trying to bring awesome content to you guys. And I know for the last couple of weeks, we've been having some awesome guests that uh, taught you guys and been teaching you guys about financial literacy, how to not just get bread, but how to keep that bread uh, today. So I have a special guest that came on to the show today. She's going to also uh, add to that what we've been doing for the last couple of weeks. So i like everybody to welcome to the show, Miss Morgan Simpson. <laughs> hey, how you doing, Morgan? Hey, hey. Amazing. How are you? I'm awesome. I'm blessed. <laughs> I can sense your energy. Highly favored in the Lord. Yes. Flavored. We like to say highly flavored. 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 <laughs> the Gucci flavor. <laughs> flavored. So look, Mark, before you get started, uh, could you tell people exactly where you're from? Born and raised in Houston, Texas, okay. Missouri City. Mm. Out the streets of the Ridgemont Bow. Oh, Mo City. <laughs> oh, you Mo City. All right. Mo City to my core. Okay. Born and raised. Born and raised. Okay. What school did you attend? Ridgemont Elementary. Okay. McCullough High School. Really rich high school. So you stayed in Missouri City all, all your life. life. All my life. Wow. So all you ever life. you ever left and came back and went? Only when I went to college. Okay. When I went to college, I stayed away for four years and never came back. Okay. Focused. So how was that that experience before when you left? Because going to a black high school, black mm-hmm. no black elementary, mm-hmm. black middle school. Mm-hmm. Black high school, mm-hmm. then going off into you know another world. Mm-hmm. How was that? The only black people on my campus were the basketball female team and the okay. basketball male team. Okay, everything else was White. different. Mexican, mm. so I was on the border of Mexico, so Laredo, Texas. Oh wow, you was up there. I was up there, yeah. um, but being in Houston or Mo City or Ridgemont. I got to experience more. Okay. There, the culture was so small-minded. They only knew each other. They only saw each other. They didn't understand that the community is is bigger outside just this college or Mm -hmm. this Laredo, Texas. And so for me, I got to the people who I got close with and got to build relationships with, tell them it's, it's more. Show them that it's more. Okay. So now that I'm traveling, I'm experiencing, I'm enjoying life, they're also venturing out too. Mm-hmm. So, But it was very small out in Laredo. Okay. And I see since you said basketball, you, Tiki was an athlete. Basketball, yep. So, okay, you, what did you play? One point or two? Point guard. Oh, he was a point. Oh, okay. Point guard. So that means you was a leader already. Most point most point guards, and I say all of them, you know. <laughs> most point guards are leaders. <laughs> I, I I would say I was a facilitator. Okay. A okay, facilitator. that's a good word. I like that. <laughs> yeah. I like that. Leading is is especially since I've been learning about leadership through John T. Maxwell. Okay. You can think you're a leader until you really start to study it and understand what being a leader is mm-hmm. and all it takes. Um, so I'm coming into my leadership now that I'm okay. older, I've evolved, and I've experienced a little more. Not a lot, but just a little more. Oh. From 10 years from now, I'll be able to say, okay, yeah, I, I'm, I'm a good, solid, strong leader. leader. So so that's, that's, that's good. You, uh, that's the involvement that you, you have uh, going into it. What's funny, uh, I'm a little older than you, you know, so it doesn't mm-hmm. look like it, but I'm a little older than you. <laughs> but so when I started, like, working in a professional arena, mm-hmm. of course I started as a regular, you know, employee or whatever, 
So as I advanced, I always was a natural-born leader. Mm-hmm. Not by me being rah-rah, by me doing it. Mm-hmm. So just by, and not reading a book or anything, just doing it, and by being an ex-athlete myself, I learned that pure leadership is 100% service. Mm-hmm. What you do, what people watch, mm-hmm. right? Not mm-hmm. what you say, mm-hmm. what you do. Mm-hmm. So as I get older, and I'm still, you know, I'm still fairly young, but every great leader I see they're a great servant. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So you have to serve. I'm giving you gems now. No, <laughs> you, no, you absolutely have to serve. Yes, and I agree with that. Yeah, service. Your is level open. of servantship determines your capacity to even be able to lead. Correct. Because you don't really know if someone is with you. I mean, I I have a team of individuals who I work with, and so they have an option to be with someone else or to do something else or to do something different. And if they stay with you mm-hmm. through the diversity, through the hard times, that's a good sign that they're following your leadership. They're stepping into your role, who Correct. you are, which is duplicating yourself. That's, so, that's yeah, good. I agree 100%. So, so in speaking of that, I see that you about to get started. I don't want to get you started early. But, okay, okay. But okay. the motivation. So what is it that you do? What the, let the people know exactly what you do. So I started off investing in the okay. foreign exchange market about two years ago. And when I speak of foreign exchange, I'm talking about multiplying your money. Okay. If you don't learn how to make money in your sleep, you're going to work until you die. Mm-hmm. So straight out of college, I started working. I had a full-time nine-to-five job. Mm-hmm. And in three years, I was only able to save $30,000. In three years? Three years. And okay. I stayed at home with my parents. And I had a little forward focus. Didn't have much of any bills. Only only had the ability to save $30,000. I was making 40000 a year. Okay. And I said, at the end of my three years, there's no way I'm going to be able to live the life that I want to live if I keep doing this, staying on this path. Correct. Doing the same thing over and over and over again, expecting different results is insanity. Absolutely. I've got to do something different. And so I started to invest. I started to learn about the foreign exchange market. I made $200 in about two minutes. The okay. fastest rate of return on my dollar I had ever seen in my life. It was fake money. It was demo money, mm-hmm. but a live market. I said, oh, this is real. I dove in head first, put a $234 investment up to get started in learning a skill. Mm-hmm. Once I started, I saw it's possible for me. I said, there is millions of other people that need to hear and see this information. So then I started to post about it on my social media. Mm -hmm. The power of social media so many people were looking for other opportunities, something different, something else that they can do to get out of the the bondage or the chains. And so everyone started investing with me every single day, 10 people, 20 people, 100 people. In one year, we had over 4,000 people on the team of just investors. All right, hold on, hold on. You're going too fast. Okay. You're going too fast. Okay, I okay, want, okay, I want, okay. Because I understand. So, all right, so so you're saying that you started this foreign exchange, mm-hmm. right, mm-hmm. information that you had to learn. Now, did you learn what you was doing before before you started seeking out investors? I didn't have to. I didn't have to. So my first 30 days, I knew nothing about the foreign exchange market. Okay. I had 30 people on my team. I didn't have the knowledge, but my mentor who told me about it, who showed me the market, mm-hmm. he had the knowledge. He had already been doing it for a year, okay. earning 10000 a month. Okay. And so I would be honest, and I would tell my friends, I don't know anything about this. I just know I'm making money. But 
I told my mentor, if I found somebody like you who was serious about it, I'd get you on a call with him so he can answer any questions you got. Mm -hmm. And so I had him on about 33-way calls every single day about people who were interested in the financial markets. And it literally, in a year time, over 4,000 people on the team. Okay, now, all right, so now you got 4,000 people on the team. Mm -hmm. And I take it these 4,000 people are investors. They're learning the skill of investing so that they can be self-sufficient independent traders on their own okay so So, okay so in doing that in saying that mm -hmm. so you as an individual who started these individuals off Mm -hmm. right nothing in life is free correct right correct even if now you get knowledge on youtube or whatever it's still not free to you Mm -hmm. still got to keep researching and your time you put in your time right so how i'm I'm about to get in your business a little bit okay come on let's let's talk let's get in there (laughs) how did you get income mm-hmm. from those individuals that was doing investing for themselves. Okay. Whenever you invest, which the investment is 234 to get started, if you want to learn the skill and okay. attain the information, everyone who join your team, even if you join and you bring somebody, you're also a part of my team. Mm-hmm. So three people, the company pay you 150 a month. 12 people, the company pay you 600 a month. Okay, one hundred fifty thousand or one hundred fifty dollars. One hundred fifty dollars. Oh, okay, I got you. Yeah. Okay. Thirty people, a thousand a month, so on and so forth. So there's multiple people from the age of like twenty to twenty five earning ten thousand dollars, twenty five thousand, fifty thousand every single month mm-hmm. from the team. Now, if you want to come in and you don't want to build a team and you only want to learn the skill, the education side, you have access to do so. But if if it's somebody you know. Mm-hmm. that you know they need a better or bigger opportunity because they want more out of life, you can show them. And if you show them, the company's going to pay. It's like going to a movie. Okay. You ever went to a movie and you call someone like, you know how good this movie is, you got to go see it? Right. You refer a movie and the movie theater make bil- millions of dollars and they don't pay you a dime. Right. Well, the same with a company. Refer someone to what you're learning, the education that you have access to, and the company pay you for that. So basically you're saying like it's like a pyramid. It's, it's pyramid. You could call it a pyramid. To a degree. So I don't know if you remember. You, you might be too young. I don't know how old you are. I'm 31. Oh, okay. You're old enough. You're old. So. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so they used to have this thing. Well, they still have it, but it's not as popular like it used to be. It's, it's, it was an uh, insurance called uh, Prime America. Okay. I've heard of it. So Prime America had the same method. Mm-hmm. Basically, you get in, you know, you get somebody, you get somebody else, and, you know, you build the pyramid under that one individual. Mm-hmm. Uh, so in, 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 by, in, in doing that, right, what have you learned in the process of individuals that want to invest mm-hmm. or the ones who have invested? What have some things have you learned? The biggest key thing for me is that the mindset. Okay. How you grew up. Okay. They tell you money don't grow on trees. How? What is a pencil? <laughs> it's paper. It's, I mean, it's wood. It's wood. Right, right. And wood is made of wood. A tree. From there, a tree. There you go. So how is it not? Okay. They tell you, uh, don't talk to strangers. I've made the most money working with strangers. Mm. But what if I would have never been comfortable enough to talk to strangers? Okay. So it's it's your mindset, how you were when you grew up. If you grew up with the poverty mindset nine times out of ten, that's still your mindset today. Okay. And in order to reach millions of dollars or billions of dollars, you can't think how you used to think. You have to completely reprogram your mind of what you were taught. When you were 15, 16, 17 years old growing up. Yeah. And so reprogramming my mind, when you see me, I'm with a book. 
I'm reading. Mm. If I'm writing, I'm listening to audio because I have to reprogram my subconscious mind to start mm. thinking on a richer level okay. if I want to attain those riches in my life. Okay. So let's talk about mindset. I like that. Mm -hmm. uh, and you being fairly young, a lot of a lot of people, mm -hmm. not just you know black or white, a lot of people don't think about mindset. You know, the mindset is something that, you know, it's something, like you said, we was programmed. Mm -hmm. And I think that me personally, you know, I'm, like I said, mm -hmm. I'm a little older. I think that uh, it used to be the news. Now it's social media. Oh, yeah. Especially for the younger kids. I think that's swinging people's mind to do certain things. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Good and bad. For you sure. know what I'm saying? Especially like, you know, something that you're doing, you know, versus somebody getting a BBL. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. So what, 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 overcame you or what like what did you do in order for your mindset to change because i'm pretty sure it was something in your mind saying well you know this sounds good and it's just like everything else but why should i invest in this now because there had to be something to say okay right. well let me do this now right uh well my process my career uh, when i was working i was working nine to five i was working weekends okay. I, I mean i was slaving what you was doing um, at that time I was, I went from a manager trainee okay. to an assistant branch manager to a branch manager. So I had my own store at Hertz rental car, okay. had over 200, 300 cars on rent and I had over eight employees. Um, and so I was a, I was a manager okay. operating daily operations, how I wanted to every day. I was a high performer every month. Mm. I, I got promoted fairly quickly within the first year of being there, just doing outrageous sales with with building relationships with the right people. Um, but when you see it's not enough, the 30,000 in three years, when you see it's not enough, when you see other people are living their lives and they're doing things different, you start to think, well, what are they doing? Right. How are they doing it? So I went from that job to, to becoming an account executive at the United States Money Reserve, and there I managed accounts. Okay. Retired people who would send in millions of dollars to protect their dollars in gold, platinum, palladium. Mm -hmm. And so I knew the market was real. I just didn't know how to invest in it. And okay. I knew I didn't have millions of dollars to start. So when I seen the foreign exchange so market. I got that job, though. And you can buy how? Yeah. I had a. Because that's not a regular job. My master's degree was in international business. Oh, okay. So, yeah, you so I have a, anybody yeah, try to get yeah. a job in there? Like, no, <laughs> so I have an undergraduate in business administration okay. and a master's degree in international business. Mm, okay, and it's it's a sales position. Got you. And so I had been in sales um, for four, three, four years before that job. Okay. So once I saw them positioning their money in gold, you had to keep up with Bloomberg, CNBC, all the news channels to know what's going on in the economy, right. which affects inflation, the dollar, the yen. And so I knew it was possible. And mm -hmm. once I seen it, this is how I can take an entry into investing. I took it full steam ahead. Okay. I, I didn't just bring people in and tell people you can make money here. I actually learned the skill. I attained the knowledge to become self-sufficient, to start multiplying my money. And mm. then I said, okay, whoever want to come, I'm helping everybody. I'm telling everyone in our community. So, so what you did, so what I'm taking from it, now correct me if I'm wrong, this is mm -hmm. what I'm taking from it, that you had, a, all right, first you got the education. Education. Like on a, on a topical level, you got the education. Mm -hmm. Then you got in into a job mm -hmm. where you had a boss. Yes. But you learned what they was doing 
I guess the operation side of it, mm-hmm. the logistical side of the actual business. You know it existed, but you didn't know how to do, do it, it mm-hmm. right? But you learned that. Correct. So, because the, the reason why I ask that, because a lot of people be working jobs and they never get like the basics out of it. They just working a job, going like you said, nine to five, waking up mm-hmm. and leaving at going to lunch and leaving at a certain time versus getting the More. proper tools mm-hmm. that they need to move forward if they want to go out on their own. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Well, well, the job is designed to keep you busy. Working a nine to five job is, is for you to not have time to do anything else. So the biggest excuse when I am introducing people into the market is that, oh, I don't have time. Mm-hmm. What do you mean you don't have time? Either you don't have time or you don't have money. And if you don't have money, but you've been working that job for three years, what makes you think you're going to have money this time next year? Right. You have to do something different. You need change. You have to make that decision. That's a reprogramming. That's mindset. That's personal development. Right. That's understanding that rich people don't spend time in places or areas where it's not going to grow their assets. Mm-hmm. For what? Right. <laughs> I've got to invest in myself and my mindset. I've got to personally develop so I can reach new heights, so I can make decisions to keep pushing and keep going on and going forward. Okay. So w- what is the ultimate goal? Um, it's always the ultimate goal when you, when you, when you do something that's successful. It's, it has to be a glass ceiling somewhere. So what is the ultimate goal for you? Uh, well, I, I definitely want to be able to give back to communities. Okay. I want to have a foundation. Um, don't know specifically what and yet maybe for, like, black women. Okay. Um, but right now my goal, my next goal that I'm focused on is within the company is Chairman 100. That's $100,000 every single month. Okay. So that's why I'm reading the books and that's why I'm studying the audios because I've never attained 100000 a month. Okay. So in order to break through that barrier or that glass ceiling, I have to continue to tell my subconscious mind that it's possible in order for me to achieve that. So many people that I can't have a regular conversation with the individual and say, yeah, I make 50000 a month. They're going to say, no, you don't. You're lying. Right. I don't even waste my time with people like you. I mean, not you, but just people in general. So so I want to say this. Mm -hmm. Can I say this? Mm -hmm. Now- I had to learn this when I started making a little money. You know, IRS mm-hmm. is listening, so I don't, you know. You don't. <laughs> <laughs> but what I've learned when you have start making that kind of money like that mm-hmm. is, I don't think it's it, it, it's two things. It's some people don't think that way because they just can't see it themselves getting that type of money. Mm-hmm. And one, a person never experienced that. So, like you said earlier, if you've never seen it, mm. you can't see it. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So if you've never seen it, you can't can't put it in your mind. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So with but those type of people are the best people to teach because once they see it, they're gonna they're be gonna the, go. You run through a wall. Non stop. And that's where I am. It's like coaching. Yes. It's like basketball, you know. Mm-hmm. You a coach tells you, I see potential in you, but you just can't see it in yourself. I know you can score thirty. Mm-hmm. But you scoring two and three, I'm like, yo, you can score thirty. Then you go out there, he let he or she let you go. You're like, I scored 35. I could do this. And now you scoring 30 on the... Because you broke that ceiling. And now what's next? I need a new level of success. But that's why they say write the vision and make it plain. Right. So that those who see it can run. So Mm -hmm. once that coach deliver you that vision, you need to write it down. You need to speak it every single day. Affirmations. Yeah. And if you're not doing that, then you're still not training yourself. You'll forget your vision. 
that's why people stop pushing and, and stop pursuing once you reach a certain certain age. Oh, I'm I'm okay with forty thousand a year, or I'm okay with fifty thousand a year. When that's really just a, the minimum. Yeah, it is. It's a hundred thousand a month to see. That's almost what. That's five percent of America. Something that's top five percent. Five percent. Top five percent of like the world. That. Yeah, not even million dollars. A, a million dollars a month. That's a little different. Oh yes. That's a, another. Yeah. yeah, but we have people doing that. <laughs> um, Bryce Thompson, featured in Forbes, he's a uh, chairman seven fifty, earning seven hundred fifty thousand a month, a month? and, and okay. he's twenty four years old. Okay, I mean he's living rapper two rapper lifestyles. So let me ask you this: Why is it, why do you th- first of all do you think it's important for us? When I say us, us black mm-hmm. to obtain money. It's very important if you want to serve, if you want to give back, okay. because that's how you become a blessing to others. Right. And I listened to the audio that said, more money, more problems. And mm-hmm. when we think that, we don't even want to touch the money. But more money means more purpose for other people to encourage other people and to okay. be able to be a blessing to other people. So it is important to attain the dollar. Okay. Chase the dollar? No, you don't have to chase it. It doesn't have to be your be-all, say-all. But at the end of the day, if you want to serve mm-hmm. on your highest level to attain your highest potential to serve other people, you need money. So you must have uh, grew up in church. My dad's a pastor. Oh, I can tell you. Because you're saying purpose and, you know, reason and stuff like that. A lot of people don't understand what that is, mm-hmm. uh, purpose. Uh, and also about that money, situ- mon- that money topic, I think also uh, – it's important for us not just to learn how to make the money, but how to learn how, how to learn how to keep the money. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Because a lot of us could get the money. We can make the million dollars, two million, three million, and whatever. Spend it. And spend it and never get it again. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? And also we have to learn about what they call uh, Uncle Sam. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Uncle Sam is a real person. Oh yeah. He's coming. <laughs> He's gonna get it no matter what. Every time. <laughs> so it's like it's like playing ball, you know, you get a signing bonus. And you get say, uh, three year, twenty million for three years. Yeah, that's not twenty million. You yeah. might get twelve point five. Yeah. in your pocket because that rest is gone, gone to the government. Over, yeah. You know what I'm saying? But that's, that's dope. So, uh, I want to ask you this. Okay. Because every time I see you, I look at some of your stuff on uh, social media, and every <laughs> time I see you, you know, you're you're motivating, mm-hmm. right? Is that the pastor, the PK in you? Or is it just just something that drives you to continue to do more? I wouldn't say the PK in me. I would probably just say that's the knowledge that I'm able to attain every day okay. from reading or listening to the audios. Mm-hmm. I mean, you can't listen and read and not get inspired because mm-hmm. they tell you so much. They pretty much cut your learning curve in half. And so when I have the opportunity to read a book, the first thing I want to do, a part of servantship, is teach someone else or show someone else like what I've learned. And if I'm not bringing other people along and and teaching them and showing them what I'm learning, then what am I doing it for? Right. So, I mean, I have a whole book club, 300 people where we read books and well, we dope. review. Yeah. Every, every Sunday. Give me a top five, top five books. Ooh, the top monk five. who sold his Ferrari is number one. That got me reading two years ago. Okay. I mean, I'm someone who I came from hooked on phonics. I should not be reading books right <laughs> now. I never thought I would be able to read books. That book put me deep into learning and, and knowledge. The and, monk, and sharing. Who, the monk sold who sold his Ferrari. Ferrari. Mind blowing. Okay. It's a must read. Um, number two, I would have to say 
uh, Can't Hurt Me. Okay. David Goggins. Oh, yeah. Oh, I, I read that book on the plane and I cried tears. Almost story? the entire plane ride. Yes, <laughs> it's in that book. Yeah. So, David Goggins, I will give him number two. Number three, Battlefield of the Mind, Joyce Meyer. She okay. She's strong. Um, then I'm going to have to go at the 5 a.m. club. Now I'm waking up every morning at 4.30 a.m., mm, okay. finding my peace and my solitude to pray and to meditate between 4.30 and 8. No okay. one's calling my phone. No one's texting my phone. No one's on social media, so I don't have any distractions. But I got waking up that early from the book. Uh. Have an in club, and then um, my last one is probably gonna have to be one of John C. Maxwell's um, "No Limits." We're on that right now, and it just talks about taking the cap off of your life because mm-hmm. no one is really putting the cap on you; putting the cap on, on yourself. yourself. Right. And so he's teaching us these principles that if you start to live by them, it's no glass ceiling. Right. And so I'm gonna have to go with John C. Maxwell "No Limits" for number three. Okay. Yeah. Speaking of Dave, uh, David Goggins, you know he. Uh, <laughs> anytime I want to do a 30 day or a 60 day deal. I just wake up and listen to David Goggins oh, for yeah. an hour. Oh yeah, you know he's a maniac. So you know, look the truth. Look the truth of the matter. I followed David Goggins on Instagram on accident. Okay, and he was just on there cursing and screaming, and I could not stand him. I unfollowed him. I got the book for Christmas as a gift, and I read the book, and now I love him oh, because real, real. I understand why he is the way he is. Yeah, the cal- he said his term is you have to calcify your brain. Mm-hmm. Like you have to put cal- calluses on your brain, brain. to mm. build it up, because mm-hmm. you know people gonna say you can't do it mm-hmm. or you know you shouldn't be doing this or mm-hmm. your body might say something or whatever. It's like you know you know how you talk. Curse <laughs> <laughs> words and every every other word is a curse word. <laughs> that's good. Okay, so okay, y'all go check that out. So that's the monk who sold his Ferrari, mm-hmm. David Goggins, mm-hmm. uh, 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 Joyce Meyer, Joyce Battlefield Meyer, of the Mind, John C. Maxwell, No Limits. And, and the 5 a.m. club. Meditation. Mm-hmm. How important has that been in your life to now? Oh, man, it's super important. Um, when I pray, that's my time to speak and to, and to ask God. But when you meditate, that's your time to listen. Okay. So a lot of us, we pray and we pray and we pray, but you never listen. Mm. And if you never listen, how can you receive the answers that you want? Okay. And so I find meditation is the first top thing I'm, I'm doing in the morning. As soon as I'm waking up, I'm listening. Right. What what area, what steps, what direction should I be taking? Who should I be speaking to? Why should I be speaking to them? Right. Who should I be exiting out of my life? Important decisions that I don't just want to make these decisions on my own, but I want to get it from him. Right. So, I, I mean, meditation is number one on my list almost every day. Yeah. Medi- uh, next to affirmations. Yeah. Uh, meditations, I've learned, because I've been meditating for like maybe two years, mm-hmm. like really meditating versus praying. Because, you know, you learn when you... Oh, younger, you, you teach you how to pray, mm-hmm. you know, but I, I realized that praying and meditation are two different things. You yes. know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Praying is just, you know, uh, just supposed to be talking to God. Mm-hmm. All right. Or thanking God for, okay, whatever. But meditation is more of, of asking, right. Before it even happens. Mm-hmm. Right. And not and not just asking for ego purposes, but asking how can I be a gift to whatever I'm about to serve. Mm-hmm. Or, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So that's the good thing about meditation. And then meditation also allows you to cut your ego out of it. Because mm-hmm. you start saying the more it's about something else, the less you see yourself. Mm-hmm. So that's the good thing about meditation. So okay. question for you. Okay. 
Another thing I see all the time, you know, and I want to get on you about this. Okay. Right? <laughs> you probably know what I'm about to say. No, I have no idea. So, Gucci. <laughs> Every time I see you, you got a Gucci print on. Gucci hat, Gucci buckle, Gucci shoes, Gucci sweater. Today you got Gucci on. Yeah. What is it? What is up with this Gucci? <clears throat> you know, everyone give me a hard time with Gucci, and it's not just in the States. When I went out to London, they were asking. When I went to, to Portugal, they were asking, but I'm almost known as the Gucci girl now. Okay. Truth be told, I don't spend any money on Gucci. Oh, okay. My mom buys all of this Gucci. Okay. And I don't know if she just likes to see <laughs> me in it or if it's just something she couldn't have as a younger girl, but she buys the Gucci. Okay. If I'm buying Gucci, I have a friend that's getting me 50% off or right. I'm not buying it. Right. I'm not a big spender. Okay. I, I, I'm i an investor. I don't like to save because I understand money should be moving at all times. Correct. That's just the principle of it. But I don't, I don't even have time to shop. Right. Like, if I have to go to Gucci today, I have to stand in line. My mom is the VIP client <laughs> that gets access. She has the relationships with all the people. It's not me, man. It's, it's my I want, mom. Look, I need your mother to come up here. Because <laughs> the thing, I want to talk to her. Not just, you know what I'm saying? Because, you know, we as a as a people, you know, of course, we, I don't know if you remember, but I think this happened in 2017 when they had the blackface. Mm-hmm. You know, how basically it was... Uh, scrutinizing and and uh labeling black people mm-hmm. right just black people targeting mm-hmm. black people and it was something that was negative until dapper dan made a statement and you know they they brought him on as the executive designer or whatever mm-hmm. and then the sales went back up but yeah that gucci thing it took for me okay for me because i'm okay. not i don't i don't wear brands even if they're brought for me for my wife i don't want to wear them okay because i don't want to I'm a person. I don't like making people rich. Okay. You see what I'm saying? I'm not saying that in a selfish way. I don't like making those other people rich. Yeah, I mean, but at some That's point, at some point in your life, when you hit a certain level, when I hit Chairman 50, I still had a poverty mindset. Okay. I was making 50000 a month, okay. and I didn't spend a dime of my money okay. until I got a call from my mentor. And he said, what are you doing with your money? I said, absolutely nothing. I'm stacking it. <laughs> Because I never wanted to go back to where I came from. And so I said, I'm, I'm stacking it. That's mm-hmm. I'm stacking my paper. He said, they're going to come take that money from you. And I said, who? He said, Uncle Sam. Absolutely. I had to learn. I had to study and I had to research because I never made this amount of money before. Mm-hmm. And so he said, you got to spend it or they're going to take it. And I'm like, take it. I earned it. It's mine. He oh, said, more you don't understand. So he started to break it down. So at some point, you can't just spend $10 on T-shirts. Right. You can't just spend $20 on T-shirts because you have to find ways to spend yeah. that money. Right. It's a write-off at the end of the day, but if you're not spending it, they're just going to take it. Right. That's when I started to spend money, and I, I didn't even do anything for me. I went and bought my dad a Bentley. I did something for my dad. Okay. I went and got my invested in a home for my parents. Okay. So it That's wasn't good. let me go buy me, 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 me. No, it's the people who have been serving that I've been able to watch serve other people all my life. Okay. How can I be a blessing to them? What do they want? What do they need? And so they have all access. That's good. Right. My parents. So let me ask you this, because this is this is this is one of those questions. I'm pretty sure your homegirls probably ask you this. Okay. You know, uh, making that kind of money that you're making at your age, mm-hmm. it's hard. It's mm-hmm. going to be hard finding a man, mm-hmm. right? Unless you marry. 
I'm single. So you're single, right? Single. It's going to be difficult finding a man to match you, not just in in your finances, but in your mindset, because mm-hmm. you're fairly young and you have a mindset of a older person, mm-hmm. right? Somebody that has a lot of wisdom. Mm-hmm. For most men that's your age, has nowhere near that. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Because mm-hmm. I don't think it's about finances all the time, but it's just like you said, the mindset. Mm-hmm. So. What do you do when it comes to that? Uh, well, I don't speak difficulties. Because <laughs> if you speak death, death is what's going to occur. God is my provider. So okay. I, I do believe when it's time, okay. he'll, he'll provide. And um, I'm in a network of, of individuals, of people who do think on a higher level, okay. um, who don't have that poverty mindset or mentality. So when when I choose to settle down, and I have some great some great guys, I, and so when I choose, I I, I believe I'll okay. find. I, I was just trying yeah. to find it because you know they got this thing on Netflix now <laughs> called Ultimatum. I don't know if you watched it. I see. Yeah, they're giving ultimatums. Out, you know. Yeah, so. I see. I could never sit around with someone who gives me an ultimatum. Mm. I, I'm not that woman. Really? No, absolutely not. I, not? I, my last two relationships, four year relationships, were pretty much ultimatums. Mm, but I wasn't ready. It wasn't time. I like success. And as long as I'm driven by success, I know I'm not going to have the time to give him that he needs. Or I I know I'm not going to have the time to give kids that they need. And I want to be able to give them my undivided attention when I'm ready. So I feel like when I reach that level, that's when it'll be time. But right now, I'm focused on my success and where I'm going. That's dope. That's Mm -hmm. dope. I like that. I like to hear that. Ladies, y'all hear that, right? I heard she said, right? (laughs) So, uh, yeah, that's that's awesome, man. Uh, I like your spirit. I like what you're doing for the people. Thank man. you. Uh, I hope you continue to do that. So let me ask you this. How can people get involved in what you're doing? Absolutely. You can go to my Instagram page. Okay. It's honey underscore Morgan 09, H-O-N-E-Y underscore M-O-R-G-A-N 09. Okay. And you can send me a money bag. And after the money bag, I'll direct DM you, myself or someone from the team. Okay. We'll get you on a call so you can see exactly what we do and how we do it. And then you can make a decision from there if you want to move forward or not. Okay, that's dope. That's dope. And there you guys have it. Look, Morgan, I gave you all some of the game. I don't know, uh, you know, if you all DM us, she's going to give you more game or whatever. Mm-hmm. But uh, <laughs> you guys make sure you reach out to Morgan. You know, she has a lot of information, as you can see. Go to her Instagram, go to her uh, YouTube, social media. Mm-hmm. Everything should be. Is in my link in my bio. Okay, link is in the bio. So, information one more time. What's the social media? Honey, H O N E Y underscore Morgan, M O R G A N O 9. There you go. There you have it. Make sure y'all hit Morgan up. She's going to try to get you guys. No, actually, she's not going to try. She will. Mm-hmm. If you uh, get with her, she's going to get you to making 25000 50000 75000 a month if you have that same mindset. Let's talk about a million, all right? Let's do a million, all right? Guys, look, I appreciate you guys for tuning in. This is the Coach Lee Stink Podcast. Your boy DJ KO. I love you guys. Peace out to y'all.